Welcome to Looking for Life. This is Kirk Packer, and I'm here with George Thompson. And today we really sense the Lord leading us to talk about some of the discord, confusion that we see around us, and just to be reminded that this is nothing new to the Lord, and it's nothing new to history. When you look back through the scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament, when you look back at just history in general, whenever you see moves of God, you find discord, you find confusion, because the Lord works in mysterious ways, and he works in ways that purposely cause us to really depend on him and really question uh, the way that we think things are and the way that we think things should be. Because when we're in that place, what it does is it drives us back to the Word. And we need to be really careful when we see something happening and we think to ourselves, oh, that can't be God because that's not how I saw him moving. Those are the places that we need to go back to the Word and really see what it has to say. And um, that's some things that, that we were talking about. George, what, what are some things that uh, are on your heart about that? You know, I, I was just thinking about how when we come before the Lord, especially in a time that we're in right now where there is just, uh, it seems like the spirit of fear is having his way with so, so many people. We, we need to come to the Lord with a humble heart. We, we need to come asking the Lord, okay, what can we do in this situation? How can we pray, Jesus? And, and just ask the Holy Spirit for discernment here. We, we need to really be asking that with a humble heart because although we see so much with our eyes, there's so much that we don't see, and we have to know with spiritual eyes and ears, what's going on to know how to pray. We really do, because right now you are seeing both bright light and, and you are seeing a deep darkness mm -hmm. all at once. But here's the thing. The Lord is sovereign over it all. The Lord actually uses darkness. When you go back to the Old Testament, the Lord used nations that did not know him at all, but he used them for his purposes. And so there's, there's a time where he wants to lift those nations up. And in, in a sense, he's lifting up darkness to use it for his purposes. And then there's times where he says, okay, now you're going to receive judgment. And we need discernment from the Lord. We need direction from the Lord as to, Lord, what what are you doing right now? Um, what do I need to get behind? You know, do I need to move to Babylon or do I need to fight Babylon right now? What What are you up to? Yeah, and it's just so true because even Jesus, when you think about Jesus, he was watching the Father. He wasn't doing things on his own. He was listening to the Father. He'd go in prayer, spend time with the Father, 
and then he reacted to situations. And, you know, as we were talking earlier in John 7, he, he was amazing people right before their eyes, healing people right before their eyes, and they knew something was up, but, but they didn't want to believe what he was doing was from God, and they just combated it. They didn't ask the question. They didn't go to God and ask the question. They just took their own senses and said, that's got to be darkness. It can't be God. And the reason they thought it couldn't be God is because he was not acting alongside the religious leaders. He did not have their approval. He came out of nowhere. More than once he was asked, who was your teacher? You know, where, where did you learn this? Where did you get your authority? Well, it all came directly from the Father, but that was so confusing to people because they had uh, all of their lives trusted their religious leaders, and now you have the religious leaders saying, this guy's demon-possessed. This guy is not from God. But then they look at him, and they look at his fruit. Okay, he's healing, he's delivering people, and he is speaking with an authority we've never heard I mean, it would be so confusing to be in that time. And I know that most of us, we read the Bible, we read the New Testament, and we think, oh, I would have definitely you know, been right there with Jesus. Well, I don't know that we would have been. I think we would have been very confused because we would have had people in our family going both sides. And we would have been like, uh, I just... I just don't know. And those are the times we've really got to lean into the Lord, go to the Word, don't take other people's word for it. You know, one thing about Jesus, he wasn't a people pleaser per se. He Again, he followed what the, what the Father showed him to do. But as you said earlier, Kirk, he had compassion for the people, the poor people, the the outcast people, he had compassion. And I just think about the woman at the well. You know, she came, he, he greeted her in a humble way, asked her for water, went through the, you know, went through the, the whole thing with her and even exposed her sin. But he, he showed compassion and love to her. And, and she was, you know, ecstatic because of what, she realized who he was and why he was there. And, and it's, just, it's just who God is. She was a humble lady that was just coming to draw water. But the Savior of the world showed compassion on her and changed her in the blink of an eye. He brought peace to her soul. But here's the interesting thing. He brought peace to the soul's that were hungry, that, that were confused. He did not bring peace to the culture. He brought confusion and chaos to the culture. When he met people who gave the appearance that they had it all together, he was unbelievably confrontive. He he took people that he was going to heal, and he put them out in front of people. I mean, he stirred the pot. Now, I'm not saying that we 
purposely go around and look for ways to stir the pot, but I am saying that like Jesus, we keep our eyes on the Father, and he may say, you know what, it's time to stir the pot, not for the stir in the pot's sake, but God has his purposes, God has his reasons, and there are times where he wants to call things out. But we live in a time where when people talk about Jesus, they just picture this mild guy who just, you know, loved on sinners, and he did, but he confronted over and over those who appeared and gave the impression they had it all together. Yeah, and the thing about it is he stood on the truth. He stood on the truth. Um, whatever the father said, what he did, and he knew he was right. And when the truth is prevailed, and you know, it, it talks about the Holy Spirit. What's the Holy Spirit convict you of? The truth. The truth will set you free. But if you're not, if you're not seeking truth, if you're seeking your own heart, you're going to be deceived. You're going to be deceived in that. Because you're not seeking the truth. You're not humbly seeking God. And it, it's, you know, in that mass confusion, um, in the midst of Jesus' walk through the Gospels especially, even the demons saw him from a distance and said, Oh, no, here he comes, you know. Please, you know, have mercy on me and all this stuff. They knew the truth. They knew who they were. They knew who he was and they knew what he could do. They believed in Jesus. But yet there was a there was a fear in the air. There there was there was mass confusion in the air and it was a spiritual battle uh on many streets in the middle of healing trying to just heal people and in the in in not only physically healing but spiritually healing his presence drew out the motives of people and that's one thing we're seeing right now in our world and in our culture we are seeing the motives of people brought to light but also it's bringing out our own motives on a personal level because when you start going through this kind of chaos and you start having the division that is taking place among families, churches, and you know communities, it really tests you. And, and that can be a really good thing because it causes you to say, okay, what really are my motives? I mean, I thought they were pure. But are they? And, and it's such an opportunity, and this is what Jesus did. I mean, he constantly called out people's motives, especially anybody who thought they had it together. And it's such an opportunity to find healing if we will take the opportunity and not just try and hide in the midst of all that's going on. Yeah. And again, you got to, you know, the thing that I'm thinking about here is he was teaching a group of young men. And what he was teaching was they've got to go out on their own when he goes back to heaven and they've got to spread the gospel. So everything was on the line here. Everything was on the line. And he, he couldn't. He wasn't going to please the people. He was going to please the Father, and he was teaching them, you've got to please the Father. That's what's important. All this other, let it go. And 
he took it to that seriousness and it even confused the disciples at times. What's he doing? What's going on here? But it always came back to glorifying the father. Always came back to that. He was preparing them. That's yes. a, that is a, a good point. And you, what you made me think of there is that he's preparing us right now. He's preparing us for days that are ahead. So even in the midst of the chaos that we're going through right now, it's preparation for things that are coming ahead. But also, he is preparing us for the same place that he prepared Paul and Peter and the others to dwell. Should their life be turbulent and sacrificial and ours be a cakewalk? That doesn't make any sense. I, I, I mean, th- there is a purpose to the things that, that God's doing, and he's preparing us, again, for future days to come, but, but also for eternity. Um, and, and so I just think it's beneficial to embrace it and say, okay, God, I trust you. I know you're doing something here. What, what are you after in me? Yeah. And it's it's so true in our own walks of, you know, um, to be honest, I don't know what's going on in this world right now. I, I mean, it's it's just mass confusion to me. I see evil and I see good. And I, I don't understand why people don't see evil and good. And I don't understand why people are voting for the side that is more evil than good. But in the midst of that, there again, we have this we have this evil one that is out there trying to seek kill and destroy and jesus in the mid- is in the middle of this and and again we've got to discern things we've got to ask for discernment we've got to ask for knowledge and wisdom in the midst of everything and we've got to just take things slow and not be quick to judge we're, we're, we're not that person god is that person he will judge the heart but we've just got to be able to just take moment by moment, and I've heard you say it over and over, moment by moment, as we walk through this world. I mean, we're two weeks from the election, a little less, and uh, we know that's going to bring some type of mass confusion, no matter who wins here. But but we've got to trust in the Lord because He's still on the throne. It's It's His world. Whether you believe it or not, it's His world. And when you think about when Jesus was here, that culminated in his death and then resurrection. But when you go back to his death, at that moment, it would have been so discouraging to be a follower of Jesus if you didn't understand what was happening. In that moment, it would have seemed that darkness had won. And you, again, you see that over and over in the scripture where it seems like darkness wins. Uh, some foreign nation comes in and, and uh, oppresses God's people. But all along, God has his purposes. And you're exactly right. Whatever happens in the coming days here, God has his purposes. And, and we've got to be careful. And I say this because I'm prone to discouragement. When I things don't go the way that I think that they should go, and I just want to cash in my chips at that point, but I've got to be careful that even in the midst when you know Jesus is in the grave and we're saying what in the world has happened, 
we've got to know like that I'm reminded of that song Sunday's coming. Yeah. And and God is going to use this and he will use us if we don't give in to discouragement and and we trust in him and and keep walking forward. Yeah, I think that's such a good point because if you think about the cross for instance and just think of of the people that were all there. Judas takes himself out. He, he's hanged. He hangs himself. Peter's, you know, he understands that he he did <laughs> he did deny Jesus three times, just like he said. So he's feeling low and out of the way. Some of the disciples are are hiding themselves because they're fear of what's going to happen. But the women they're running around saying, "Where's Jesus? You know, where where have you, where have they placed my Lord?" They're they're concerned, and and, and I mean, there's just mass confusion. And, and it's such a spiritual battle going on there because lives are being taken like Judas. And, and you know, there, there's just all this stuff going on. But in the midst of that, Jesus arises and, and he comes back just like he said he did. And the Father's glorified because the Father said he would rise in three days. And we celebrate Easter for that to this day. And you know, it, it was a glorious day, but that didn't mean that evil wasn't going on and all this spiritual battle wasn't going on in the midst of everything. Well, and evil never gave up. Even after Jesus rose from the grave, they tried to say over and over that it didn't happen. And you see that kind of misinformation happening right now. Something happens and people are like, oh no, that didn't really happen. No, no, that's that's you know, that's fake news. And it can just it can get so discouraging. But again, that that's why we've got to to keep our eyes on the Lord and and to really ask him what he's up to, what he wants from us, um, and how we can serve him. In, in the midst of this time. Yeah. And right now, you know, is a very difficult time because of the pandemic and we've got so many things going on in our nation. I mean, wildfires and hurricanes, um, you know, and that doesn't mean cancer slowed down or, or anything like that. We've got riots in the street and all that stuff. And, you know, I know people are saying, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? And, and just as, as you and I have talked before, God's not speaking a lot right now. But, but we're just having to stay close, keep reading his word, being fed by the spirit, and just constantly just allowing ourselves to draw close to Jesus until he is ready, until he is ready to lead us into something bigger than us and to show us you know, what he's ready to show us. But right now, it's just a step-by-step moment. And that makes me think of what you were talking about with the women earlier. You know, they were going to prepare the body when they came across, you know, an angel. (laughs) And they were just continuing to do what they sensed the Lord would want them to do. And and that's where we've got to take this. Uh, you're right. The Lord's not really speaking, okay, this is how it's going to play out, and this is exactly what I'm going to do. But in the midst of it, he does speak, and he speaks encouraging words and, um, you know, and just continues to ask us to trust him. And it's not easy. 
It's just not easy. But again, when you look at Scripture, it's what he asked of his people over and over and over. I mean, the disciples, they saw amazing things. But did they understand it all? Not at all. I mean, you read some of that, and it's like, how could they be so confused? And then I look at my life, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much me. I mean, I see these amazing things the Lord's doing, but then I'm just like, what is what is going on? What have I found myself caught up in here? Yeah, I, and I just was picturing us on that boat when Jesus rebukes the wind. You know, and just calms the storm. I mean, they're freaking out until Jesus says, what do you got? You know, what's the issue here, guys? And he just rebukes it all, stops it all. And they're just like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And it, and it just, once again, we've all had those moments where we've just been at our wits end and we're just crying out to Jesus and he just comes. He just comes and it's just like that, that rescue from the storm and you just feel the peace and the presence of Jesus. And you're just like, it's just like a refreshing, cool drink of water. You're just like, yes, yes, it's here. Yeah. And although when Jesus was walking the earth, it, it must have seemed so confusing, it was going somewhere. And prior to that, you know, the voice of the Lord was not being heard. I mean, People were just going about their days. You, you, I mean, sin was rampant, and it, it had to be discouraging to some. And I, I've felt that way about our culture in, in previous days. It felt like we weren't really going anywhere. Um, nothing was really happening. Well, we don't have that problem now. Uh, and I believe it's because, just like when Jesus was here, God's moving. God's bringing something about. And if we are are faithful and are keeping our eyes and ears open and our noses in the Word, God's going to use us. We're going to see victory, but we can't let discouragement overcome us in the midst of that. Yeah, and uh, that's such a great point because... At the end of the day, it all comes back to Jesus, and we are here to serve the Lord and whatever that looks like, and trust that He will take care of us. Um, you know, He He does love us. He's proved His love over and over to us, and it, it as chaotic as our, this world can be and as confusing and everything that can just happen in your own life, it all comes back down to faith and trust in Jesus and just loving him back for the relationship that he started with you. And it's just, um, as I think about that, it's just such a humbling thing of just what he laid out for our relationship. It sounds simple, but it's certainly not easy. Well, we pray that you've been encouraged by this and, and pray that even as things appear to be uh, upended and confusing, that you will just trust and know that it is a sign that the Lord is moving and He has plans. And um, there's a lot of darkness going on, but even in that, God has His purposes. May God bless you in the coming week, and may you grow closer to Him.